Unique Ways with Thomas Gerard emerges with people from all walks of life who through their own unique angle succeed and flourish. Enjoy the ride and welcome to Unique Ways, an audio podcast. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Unique Ways with Thomas Gerard, an audio podcast. Got a really awesome guest on today and I'll describe him briefly. Um, in his 20s, he explored the globe, gaining an informal education through extensive travel. Following brief studies in history and humanities, he immersed himself in a fulfilling retail career, progressing as a senior leader, sales manager, and HR expert. And he's now approaching his fifth year as a realtor, where he's discovered his true passion. Please join me in welcoming Darren St. Laurent. Welcome. Thank you, Thomas. What an intro. I love that uh, you found my bios and uh, took the time to set that up. That's amazing. Thank you so much. No worries. You ready for 20 questions? Sure. Let's go for it. Here we go. Number one, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What do you do? Yeah, I. Um, that's a good question. It could be a conversation starter. It's also like, um, you know, a small talk starter and you seem like your podcast is a lot about uh, innovative people in different, obviously unique ways. Um, it illustrates sort of where people, um, have, how they found their way to their careers. So yeah, I mean, I'm a sort of a Metro Vancouver original as I believe you are as well. We seem like we feel like we're rare sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, child of the eighties. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just a guy really. Uh, what I do for a living I uh, licensed realtor in um, Vancouver here, and I specialize in residential resales and soon to be pre-sales. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess um, what I would like to say is uh, what I really do is try to connect people in whatever industry and sort of to the big picture so um, they can feel connected to what they're doing. Awesome. So just to know for our audience, Darren and I do know each other from uh, year, years and years ago, uh, kind of grew up, kind of kind of grew up, I guess you call it grew up in, in Vancouver. I think so. We were, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. We did grow up. Yeah. And I thought uh, you were going to say grow up, grown up since we met. And yeah, since I think we were in our 20s. Yeah, I, there's been growing up since then, for sure. So yeah, um, Darren and I know each other. Okay, so number two, what's a key piece of knowledge <laughs> that makes you do Oh, sorry. What's a key piece of knowledge that makes you different? Um, yeah, that's super interesting. I I think I would say what makes me different is probably that I think things are not always what they seem. And it's probably the opposite, I believe, of what we most often hear. So for me, um, we're here, we're talking about the conspiracy theory scale. I, I actually found that things are usually less scary and nefarious than than people might think so yeah this i found to be an unusual outlook and it's not that i'm just super rosy and and optimistic although i guess i am a little bit of those things um i think what i've found is that when you look under the surface things are a lot plainer than people realize so i i don't i don't really buy into a lot of wizard of odds kind of pulling the string stuff for me i think if you look you'll discover some pretty plain facts if you look closely enough. Great. 
Um, just a couple more notes for the audience. So if you're liking the Vancouver angle of this, um, definitely check out the episode with Marion Banshees, who's based on Bowen Island, which is just near Vancouver. And also check out Dr. Garnett Hurt's episode. He's been getting some local press uh, quite a bit these days and uh, is a real staple and early supporter of the show. Um, so number three, why this of all things? Why do you do what you do? Yeah, why I do what I do is um, I think it really matters. I, I think um, I think it matters for me to be who I am in my career now in real estate. And I think with 15,000 realtors, it's very crowded and um, it's come to be uh, oft sort of malign and, um, you know, perceived to be shady <laughs> uh, operation. And um, there's reason for that. You know, there's there's been public mistrust and I just don't believe that it needs to be that way. I um, And I think that I, I came to this by instinct. Um, you know, and, uh, but it's no accident. So one of my things is I, I, like I sort of alluded to earlier, kind of like, uh, things are not as always as they seem. I think things can be really plain and transparent for people. So I guess I picked real estate as sort of a hobby and it was time for a career change. It was super obvious for me to jump on this. And what I've loved learning over the last few years is actually how I can operate successfully and um, sort of like demystify what we do. And it's if been that a, makes sense. Yeah, well, it's been a real path for you, right? Because you're with Rennie now, right? Yeah, I am with Rennie now. And uh, that is super exciting on its own. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've been, and I joined Rennie a month ago and one of the 92 brokers sat me down because I've been through several brokerages in four years, which is, sort of uh funny even my partner was like what are people gonna think i said i thought oh i actually don't really care on one hand the only people that are gonna know this are probably other realtors really but what i found when i came to Reddit, because i've been with apple for so many years is i thought wow this is actually a little bit like the apple real estate real estate like everything is super polished um they people care about what they do and the actual space itself is an art gallery on its own. So there's a piece of it here that I, yeah, I just, um, it's, I feel quite at home, actually. Great. Great. Um, so number four, some people struggle with, but the question is, what does your future look like? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, of course, you know, people do struggle with it. Um, we can talk about why probably all the way to King to come, right? Um, yeah, I have plans and, and dreams like everybody. Um, I believe that you create your reality. Uh, so yeah, I have things I want to do. Um, I just actually was divorced three, two, three years ago. So that was like a really big life shake, shake up and being in your 40s is often the time we reassess what our values are and sort of like change direction. So now I have a fresh, clean slate, and um, I'm really happy with where my career is going. So for me, I don't know, I, I kind of imagine sort of two streams, like part of me wants to be, you know, on a beach in Nicaragua, <laughs> surfing and exploring and reading and doing this kind of thing. And then the other side of of um, me is like, well, I, I have a big runway in my career, and I'd love to have a successful team and be mentoring people. And showing people, well, my, my unique way, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think there's room for me to 
keep both dreams going and maybe there's a, a nice hybrid that I can find one day. Nice, I love it. Um, so number yeah. five we say is unique to this show and the question is let's talk about location. How does the notion of place play into what you do? Sure, I mean, um, it's funny when you said that because I thought place is really interesting because real estate is my business and places what I'm what I do and um, so I think I'll start with a simpler place I've come to realize is like your surroundings really like your living room and your office and and uh, where you breathe and how you look at the sun and what colors you have around you that matters a lot I didn't think it used to and I, I really come to learn this in the last few years that it matters to me a great deal. Uh, and then I also think about our city as well. And um, yeah, you're from Vancouver, right? Yeah. Yeah, do you have a love-hate relationship with it or do you purely love it or what? Like, what Yeah, you, you know, I like the clean air and water. That's what I always say. You can't replace that. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like different a little bit for those of us that are from um, Metro Vancouver. I think for me personally, you, everyone here is on their grand adventure and this is their uh, their destination and it's easy if you're going to take for granted it almost can be like a punchy bag in some ways with all the jokes and whatnot so yeah i dream about other places sometimes like in the Okanagan or you know other uh toronto even or la who knows but yeah i i've come to appreciate her and uh, she teaches me to uh, stay humble and the grass is not always greener and it's beautiful here yeah yeah similar vibe nice. Number six, if you had to start from the beginning, what advice would you give your younger self? <laughs> okay, this is a really terrible question in some ways. I, I, uh, I, it's tough because I think one of life's challenges is sort of like accepting who and what you are. And then you can't, once you start pulling at the, at the wool of the sweater, then you may end up undoing what you are. So I don't know, I would say, Probably nothing, but on the other hand, uh, I'm very impulsive and a little bit wild. So I would say maybe uh, I wish I'd learned to manage money better at a younger age. That's probably a very boring answer. But uh, yeah, on that note, I think uh, my wild streak has opened doors for me. So I, I wouldn't, I would say, uh, I wouldn't change too much, even with my flaws. Nice. Okay, number seven. What's a day in your life like? A day in my life. Uh, day in my life is, um, you know, I'd say getting up and just feeling out what my mental state is and figuring out what my capacity is. Uh, gym and coffee and work is like the first things I do. Um, yeah, I try not to get too sucked into social media uh, for many hours or I'll end up sitting on myself and wallowing. So yeah, I try to get out right away and um, yeah, and uh Drink my coffee, go to the gym, um, head to the office. I do better when I interact with the people. So that makes me happy. Cool. Okay. Lifelong learning. Lifelong learning is lifelong learning. Topic. <laughs> How do you stay up to date? I actually love this question. Uh, um, you might um, be amused to know that I have lifelong learning tattooed on my body. <laughs> um, it's uh, I got it done in Thailand in 2010. Um, uh, it just seemed like something that appealed to me and it's very um 
sort of Buddhist tenant that people in Thailand embrace. When a Thai person spots Xavier in Vancouver, they usually come up to me and go, wow, that's really incredible. And I don't know if I knew how powerful that was going to be at the time. But uh, yeah, how I see it to date is uh, I used to read a lot of news. I find it kind of jangles my nerves now. So I just take what I need so I can sort of figure out what's going on in the world. I like to listen to podcasts if there's something we're curious about. And uh, yeah, for my business, I, I have special tools for staying on top of like the market. And I read uh, a lot of news articles about the market. Cool. That was well into number nine. What tools do you use? Do you use both digital and analog tools? Yeah, good segue. Um, I'm kind of, sometimes I feel like I'm a bit chained to my MacBook. So uh, I try to sort of sprint through what needs to be done done on there in a few hours. Um, I guess theoretically I'm a digital nomad, but being an extrovert, I, uh, I'll i get weird if I stay at home and only try to work on the computer. I need people. So for me personally, uh, am I a digital nomad? No. Uh, tools, Mac, lots of professional software. And uh, I have to have sort of one or two like spiritual self-help theories bubbling at any given time to keep it distilled. Otherwise the tools tend to proliferate and they become an old like weird AI creature on their own and then it becomes counterproductive. And then lately I've been embracing uh, pen and paper. Not bad. Nice. Um, 10, work-life balance. How do you deal with it? Yeah, that's a moving target. Um, I love escapes. Sort of an escape artist. Like uh, I, this was back to my twenties. You read my bio. Uh, I did uh, when not knowing what to do or feeling overwhelmed, kind of took off to Southeast Asia for a few months at a time. And uh, I think the unkind ways to be like running away or escaping, but I learned so much from those experiences that made me who I am. So um, how I deal with work-life balance, I think it's important for me personally to have people to show up so even if no one meets me that day, like I will like coming into here at running office right now and saying hello to um, some of my peers, you know, how are you? And then I just find that breeds collaboration. And um, yeah, so for me showing up for people and then because I am a bit obsessive, like for my ADD, I, I try to pick healthy ones and that's where the work-life balance comes in. I was ever athletic as a kid. So my big uh, F you to my uh, male peers that crushed them in school is embracing sort of sports and fitness. Okay, we're past halfway now, number 11. If you weren't doing okay. now, what would you be doing? Okay, do you, do you find people usually answer like their FOMO career or they talk about their fantasy, Thomas? Everyone's different. Some people struggle with it, actually. Um, I wouldn't say there's a pattern to this one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, um, I always, my first response when I when I heard this question on your other podcasts were um, that I always wanted to be a lawyer. Now I don't think that's true necessarily. So there's like fantasy careers. Like I, I wish I could be my pilot. Um, I wish I could be a professional athlete. The reality is I think if I had unlimited sort of time and money and I wanted to explore the most, I think I would probably... Uh, go back and take the history degree and something on that travel and see what I can do with that. Nice. I'm 12. A little over the map, sorry. Oh, <laughs> what would you not like to do with your career? 
Um, what would I not like to do with my career? I think probably just um, accept mediocrity or fear. Uh, I think because I have, you know, uh, taken risks in life, I don't want to subscribe to too much pattern. But then there's a little bit of arrogance in it, like um, in real estate. What works really well is is actually doing things a certain way in terms of methodology. So uh, I would say that being set aside, I still don't want to just settle in and die slowly. <laughs> That's what I don't want to do. Good stuff. Um, do you have a favorite word, quote, or sentence? Uh, yeah, I actually found a new one um, by Robert Sharma. And it's funny because I should probably study more about who this person is. But um, the favorite quote is, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Nice. And a least favorite? Uh, actually, this one, this is hard a little bit. Um, least favorite? I don't know if it's a quote exactly, but there's just a few catchphrases that people say that really irritate me. Um, I like to study politics and people say I'm a fiscal conservative and a social progressive that bugs me a bit because they knew how um, politics and government work and that's almost not possible. But um, that one bugs me. Um, I did some research because everyone's an expert these days. That one kind of bothers me a bit. I think it takes a lot more to study and know what you're talking about than to, um, you know, catch it on Facebook. That's all. Nice. You're choosing one word to describe yourself. What word do you choose? That is a tough one, Thomas. Um, one day I want to know what yours is, but uh, I think for me personally, uh, imaginative, I'd probably say, because, uh, yeah, my mind is always going and I like to dream and it can uh, do beautiful things for me. It also gets me in all kinds of trouble too. So I find the paradox in life quite present there. Imaginative, I'd say. Great final stretch here. What keeps you up at night? I think what keeps me up at night probably um, maybe like not being successful or being left behind, left in the dust. There's probably like some childhood business in there. But yeah, I would for me personally, I'd say letting people down or being left behind. I, I will wake up and think, oh my God, I didn't call that person back today. And you know what's funny is um, I owe you an apology too because we were supposed to do this a year ago and I had to leave it so there you go you catch me up at night <laughs> it was meant to be um what's a dream yeah. chasing uh yeah a dream i'm chasing it's probably pretty nebulous i'd say like freedom and um a lot of people will ask say to you know find out what your big why is or find out what your what's the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning yeah. and yeah, for me, it's just being able to feel that, yeah, I can do whatever I want, study what I want, see any of this stuff, play any game, do what I want. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something that we're all working towards. And also, uh, right now, we already have it in a lot of ways. So, recognizing it as part of Great. And last few here, what inspires you? Um, yeah, fearlessness for sure. I think when I see like um, leaders, like for example, even political leaders, like because we really hate political leaders a lot of times, but the reality is they in the business because they believe they could lead and they were fearless about it. And a lot of times, even the ones we think of as the worst, uh, they stand up every day and I really want to respect that. And um, yeah, innovative business people, of course. 
you know, Steve Jobs, Bob Bernie. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Here, but yeah, those are the fearlessness and the willingness to stand up. Wait, any advice you'd like to share? Any advice I'd like to share? Um, yeah, your what you eat is probably one of my biggest pieces, and it has nothing to do with food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, I think that what you surround yourself with, and what you read, and what you consume is what you become. Great, and the self-promotional one, number 20, how can our listeners keep tabs on you? What's their call to action? What's their call to action? Yeah, um, you know, I would love to do what you do, Thomas, so I uh, maybe one day I'll have a podcast or I'll be on my own. I would say follow me on Instagram at Darren Real Estate. That's probably like my main hub for information. And www.darrensaylorand.com right now, you'll just find the ready page. But uh, that will be growing in a Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. You know, I, I know we were scheduled a year ago, and and miraculously, this thing's still going a year later, and we, we get to do this. So um, you've done really well, Thomas. So glad, so glad to have you here. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining today. Okay. Thank you, Thomas. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Cheers. Okay. If you like today's podcast, I encourage you to have a listen to other episodes. You can easily find them at uniqueways.ca or wherever you find podcasts. You can also find us on social media. And thank you. It's you that makes these great, and it's you who these are for. Stay tuned for more Unique Ways. Mm -hmm.